broadcasting from a dark basement office. The FBI's most unwanted presents the X-Files podcast. Well, sanguinarium, Josh. Dude, I had no idea what I was in store for. And then I saw... Some things that remind me of Dihan Diverlitz, baby boy. Mm. Mm. You're not the only one. That was a popular refrain in the old popular. on the old Facebook page. Yeah, dude. So here we are, season four, episode six. We uh we had to take an extra week there, which threw us all off, but now we're we've dumped three in a row on these fools. Yep, roping them. Roping mm. them at you. Yeah, dude. But uh what do you think of all this shit? This is a this is an episode that it's interesting. It seems to be a bit divisive. Is that the word I'm looking for? Some people uh, are like, yeah. And then some people are like, nah. Meh. Yeah. 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 Uh, and you, you know what? I'm kind of, uh, I'm, I guess I'm kind of the collective opinion of our listeners because I'm. You're of two minds? A little bit. You know what I hear? Every man has two dogs in him, Josh. Two dogs. <laughs> <laughs> Every man has two dogs in him. And I hear that you have to Michael Vick them. <laughs> Somebody told me that once. Yep. So, hey, listen, listen, here's the thing. Go. This could be a case of, um, of what, uh, what's the term? I don't think we have a term for it, but you know, the, the lenses of where I was at as I was watching and taking notes. Okay. Yeah. So this is, I am afflicted by mood. <laughs> I'm, I'm a moody little bitch well, and it's impacting my, I, it was uh, part of it was just a lot going on this week, so only one watch took you know, notes on the first time through, which is not ideal. In an ideal world, I like to kind of like watch it, just enjoy it, and then get a second watch and kind of jot shit as we go. Mm-hmm. Didn't have time for it, okay. but um, you know, like thinking back about it, I can think of all these things I like about it. Not a lot of things I don't like, but sure. I just I didn't it didn't really engage me that mm-hmm. much emotionally. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, so I don't know if it's the episode, f- any any failings in the part of the episode or on me. I definitely didn't dislike it. And there's a lot of things I like about it. I'm just having a hard time coming down on how I really feel about it. Because I guess at the end of the day, I didn't feel a lot. Mm, interesting. Yeah. And I don't know why. Because when you bring up D-Hand and I mean, reading some of these, these comments on the, on our little Facebook group page here. I'm like, that's a good point. Absolutely. Yes. But I'm kind of like, I feel aloof, aloof, detached. I see. Self-absorbed. A bit, even. <laughs> a bit like an elf. How ironic that we hate yeah. them. Yeah. <laughs> we, we approach things with the same aloofness. Um, so this episode, for whatever fucking reason really engrossed me and that kind of shocked me. Here's why it shocked me. I don't care about hospital shit at all. I hate, I hate hospital shows. I hate anything involving hospitals. And I was like, we're going to be in the hospital the whole fucking time, aren't we? But I think the weird juxtap, you know, I am, uh, I, I, I want to say, I am in simpatico with Carmelita on this one because she was talking about on Facebook this idea of being um, of of finding the in the 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 fusion. How's that for a word? 
the fusion mm. of witchcraft and medical stuff to be strange, but that it kind of worked for her. And it really worked for me too, because I liked the idea of powerful at times, let's be real, egotistical people, especially these like high powered plastic, you know, the plastic surgery boom starting in the nineties. Yep. And, um, and, and these powerful doctors being involved in what appears to be some sort of occult conspiracy. So the occult thing, the, 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 I mean, there is really no objectivity. So why am I even going to preface this by saying that, um, the occult stuff, witchcraft stuff, devil stuff, devil worshiping, you know, Sabbath talk, that stuff is always going to intrigue me. That stuff is shit. I, I like, I like what's going on. There's no lights on. There's candles, you know, people sit around with their shirts off. They have weird markings on their body. They're saying uh, incantations and, Burn here. Sure. And, and just doing weird shit. That has my attention. I, I, I go, oh, cool, a story I'm interested in just on the aesthetic. And then to blend it with the high-powered sort of, you know, egomania of the powerful elite doctor, right? Mm. The powerful- the surgeon. The, the surgeon, the powerhouses. You know, there's this great- um, if you haven't heard it yet, I urge everyone in the chat, especially after watching this episode, and I'll post it in the X-Files Facebook group if I remember, but there's this movie, I believe it's called Malice, and um, Baldwin there, uh, Alec Baldwin, is it Alec? Yeah, he's the most known one, right, Alec? He, he plays this high-powered surgeon, <clears throat> and he has this amazing moment in this court where he's talking about when people fold their hands and pray to God, they're praying to me. And it's like the oh, most evil, badass doctor speech ever. And it, and, it, and it kind of reminded me of this movie. And I know that's like a weird mid-90s pull and you have to be an old man or woman to know what the fuck I'm talking about. But, Roger um, Don in the chat just fucking said the same thing. Malice. There you go. Yes. Yeah, Alec he's Baldwin. a super fucking ego. It's, it's very much the Glengarry Glen Ross Alec Baldwin, right? You know what it takes to see real estate? Brass balls. <laughs> he's like, it's that whole, he was in that whole shtick for a while. Sure. But in, yeah. in Malice, he's, he's remarkably fucking, like, he's just, uh, I just remember seeing where he's fucking some chick, and then he's like, people pray to me. He's just like, he's running around like, like a demigod, right? Yeah. Because he's a surgeon. And then I just like the idea of that kind of mind, this scientific, egocentric mind being sort of warped by, and, and obviously I understand, like, you know, practicing Wiccan is typically a, a, a positive experience for most people's lives. It doesn't involve like devilry or anything. But the fact that it, that it, especially as fiction goes, exists adjacent to it, makes it interesting to take this high-powered doctor and to say, ooh, he's getting dragged into the occult because he's reached the fucking pinnacle of science and medicine. So now he's like pushing the envelope with witchcraft. That's fucking cool. Like, yeah, uh, do you know what I mean? Now they're, they're on the premise. They're they're very on their face rather. They're very diametrically opposed. Correct. In, 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 in a, a lot of ways, you think and, you think witchcraft, black magic, and you think you know cutting edge medical science, and you think polar opposites. Almost right. Let's mm-hmm. let's take let's take Mulder and Scully, smoosh them together, and stick them in a funhouse mirror, and we have this bad guy. Right. Mm. It's kind of cool. Now. Yeah. I, I understand that uh, that this is a, a real poetic cell job and that you feel what you feel regardless of what you can surmise about it because I'm kind of also in your camp, Josh, where I say, I still didn't go, Whoa. it wasn't 
you know, when, when we, we talked about Yehandi Verlitz just two weeks ago, this idea of writing go fuck your mothers on the blackboard before you disappear from this plane of existence. <laughs> right. Yep. That this, the ending leaves a little bit to be desired, but it is kind of neat. This guy, he's gone. He's got a new face. He pulled a Hannibal Lecter, which of course was a thing that, that might've had, this was right. Remember he gets away mm. by putting his face on. It's 95 when this episode comes out, that's gotta be right around when this is out. Right. I did like that part a lot. Me too. Yeah. So all, all of this stuff, man, it, 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 there's a lot you know going what, on here. It just doesn't maybe coalesce perfectly, sadly. You know what this does a lot more than Dehan <laughs> does, which, you know, now I'm trying to think back to it. I think there is a little bit of obfuscation in Dehan, um, for sure, because I don't think you initially realize what Mrs. Paddock's role is, but you realize pretty quickly they they show you that it is indeed a group of, of Satanists that are involved. Mm-hmm. So, and then there's kind of the slip that, okay, there are Satanists, but they're not the one doing this crazy shit. It's this other presence that's here. Um, but there's, there's, a, there's an extra couple layers on it. And I'm not saying it's the case, but maybe <clears throat> there's a little bit of, are we being too clever for our own sakes? Because on one hand, this is fair. it worked. It worked for me. Like even rewatching it, I, hadn't this isn't one i've watched a ton i've seen it before but i kind of didn't immediately remember like you're watching the nurse and you're like wait okay so is this is this a setup is she actually the good guy and then like when you're in the boardroom and there's the 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 star which may or may not be a pentagram on the table you're Mm -hmm. like oh this is like a d hand thing this is this and the way they're talking and then it kind of end up being ironic that this whole sort of conspiratorial tone they have is just about running this absolute fucking racket of an industry (laughs) (laughs) and is not in fact uh, any kind of satanic pact uh, in a literal sense. Sure. So, I mean, I, I think, Oh, are you, are you kind of getting into the metaphorical here by saying, by suggesting, Oh, there's a part of you that's sort of selling your soul. If we want to get metaphysical with selling your, your where with purchasing you know, uh, by embracing your vanity. I, and to be clear, I don't, I'm not even sure I judge people for this type of behavior because I don't operate on that plane of existence in terms of, of, of how that may or may not make me feel. So I wouldn't, I, I would, I would, it would be remiss for me to judge anyone who does. Cause I guess if there was something to where I could throw money at something that was my ethic, then maybe I would. Right. I don't know. Sure. So, but, but all that horseshit aside, it is interesting, dude, that, that that there is a uh, almost a, a metaphysical comparison, I guess you could say. It's kind of neat. Yeah, I think there is. Um, mm. You know, but just on top of that, the fact that you really, as the audience, unless you're a lot smarter than me, not a fucking stretch, but you don't. It's not obvious who the true. Absolutely, uh, it's very very tricky. It's a lot of right. herring shit. Yeah, you know what's something pretty cool I read in the notes mm. is that this is, I think, the first example of. Um, I mean, this is borderline fan fiction, this episode. Not really, but it was... Uh, it's, it's, it's interesting because my mind immediately goes to, like, the doctor guy just plowing that doctor lady on that pentagram table when you say fanfic, <laughs> because fanfic is now just radioactively <laughs> emitting sexuality at all times. <laughs> and I was like, oh, that's kind of hot, dude. Nice. <laughs> but, but no, fanfic is not necessarily <laughs> sexual in nature, but... Let's be real for five minutes. <clears throat> now it is. Um, but yeah, the uh, the writing credits, there's two writers credited, Vivian and Valerie Mayhew. 
sisters. I don't know if they're, know if they're sisters or lovers, but um, they they're sisters. Okay. Um, they, this was kind of their first significant writing credit of any time. They were fans of the show. And wow. um, I think they had done some writing, but they went to uh, Morgan and Wong and basically, you know, so I think they were somewhat in the business. They were okay. kind of freelance writers, but had no real success. And they had talked to Morgan Wong about ideas of how to, you know, how to kind of generate a pitch. And I think uh, they gave them something and uh, they came up with this and threw it at them and they greenlit it and they wrote it. Okay. This is the, this was their first. I guess they would later write several episodes in the television sh- series Charmed. Ironically, no shit. Like which which shit? But that's kind of cool, right? That's really like, cool. That's a cool little origin. And it's not it's not a bad story. Like you know, there's there's a lot of elements that are cool. Um, you know, the, the the there's some mechanical elements of the plot that are pretty convoluted. Like when it comes to Who's actually getting killed? Okay, and yeah. Why? Can, can and we by get who? Yes, I'm glad you're here because plot seems to be. I, I see a lot of people saying it's weird, it's wacky, and blah blah blah. But I'm not seeing anything that qualifies those descriptors. So I'm glad you're diving into it because I would like to see. I would like to see the support of the claim of that, and I think we can probably do that together as we brainstorm. Of of it being weird and wacky, or yes. just convo- yeah, like, convoluted? Okay. Yeah, like let's qualify that because I, I'm I I, I want to know. I I don't necessarily disagree, but that might just be my instincts. I'm not sure if I can articulate it, but I'm going to try uh, by riffing off of what you say. So I guess it's what's confusing to me, and part of it is again, hey, not the world's smartest guy, and not not maybe in the best place as I'm taking notes on this, but. So the victims, two rounds of victims, 10 years apart, we eventually find out there's four victims each time because we we discover that the fifth victim of round one is, in fact, the perpetrator. And their victims are chosen by their birth dates. Corresponding a, with some sort of significance in the craft. Or astrology or some shit. Or, yeah, the craft, I guess, call it that. And then the the um, executors of the crime. I don't know are, victims are, in a way themselves. The 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 they're, they're right. patsies, and, and they're just chosen by I guess the happenstance of of who happened to be working on that patient. So the patient comes first, and then whatever doctor is working on them is the one that's targeted. Right. Is which, that, what, is that I, correct? I, th- I think so. I think so. I think your main witch, or in this case, let's call him a warlock for fun, because it's a cool word. <laughs> <laughs> is that? Is that? I mean, is that true? Is that basically the only? Difference? I don't care. <laughs> I like, he's a warlock. <laughs> We're gonna go he's warlock because it's a rad word. It's also maybe my favorite class in D and D fifth edition. The warlock, extremely versatile. Fuck yeah. Really, a lot of. I mean. In, in terms of uh, abilities, but also in terms of character development. Do you carry a lot of, a lot of Belladonna on you, or do you, you just have a girlfriend named Belladonna? <laughs> <laughs> so hmm. Belladonna, let's talk about her. No, let's talk about it. So Belladonna <laughs> is <laughs> Belladonna is present in this stuff. So Warlock goes, okay, here are my victims, and then he goes, I need a patsy for said victim, and I'm going to give this patsy this. Incant, not this, not incantation. I'm going to give him these components to imbibe, thus making him 
execute the task I need him to execute on the victim that I've picked based off of the craft's demands. Does that sound right? It does. So here's my question on the plot, because that doesn't seem too crazy of a plot, but there's, I don't know why. Why is he doing this? I think that's my struggle. Well, I think the why is to get younger. Okay. So if he kills this, okay. So he, so it's a blood sacrifice then. So you're saying he, so, so, so Joey fucking crooked face comes in. He's like, Joey crooked face. Excellent. Come in. Here's the day I need you, or or, or, here's the day I need you to uh, do the surgery on this particular day or something like that. Or, um, well, no, he he just searches by, he, he has to search by date, birth, date of birth for it to work. Right. Which explains then, why you'd have to move around a lot because you don't predict that. Yeah. Well, and I guess it only, you know, he did it 10 years ago and that was enough to kind of get, get him through, through a decade. Sort of like the liver, right? Of tombs. Right. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Very much. Okay. Um, but it is like, so think about it this way. Like, does he get the entire fucking wing on this, whatever medicine that has fucking belled on it? Because think about this, you know, mm. what's the timeout between a, you know, a patient, scheduling a procedure and then the doctor getting assigned to it. And then he's got to get them fucking hooked on these meds in that window. So he can. So, so maybe that's the move. Maybe, maybe, maybe he does this. He goes, all right, it's time to move on. I got my, my young juices running out. He says, and he goes, eh, young juices running out. Let's shoot over to, let's shoot over to small town, Maryland. I don't even know this takes place. And he goes, okay, cool. I'm going to get into this hospital. I have great credentials. It's not going to be a problem. I get into this hospital. And well, here's he's, the thing. He's been there the whole time. He's just face swapping. Well, he's been there at least since 10 years ago because the this same hospital had the murders 10 years ago. But then that just means he doesn't need to do it that frequently, right? Sure. So let's so so let's pretend for just a minute. Let's take the end of the episode and let's go forward from there. Which is, oh, you have great credentials. He's like, "Yep, I do. This is super awesome." And then as soon as he gets into this new place after showing off his credentials, essentially what happens is, is he starts the process of uh, making these people ready to be subjugated on a whim. So he starts distributing his components. Hmm. Okay. Is that what you're saying? Because the, the timing doesn't make sense. Like how, well, were, right? Well, or there's just too much heat. So he went to this new place. But I think... What I got out of it is that he shows up at this new hospital because he had to do a little face swapping, mm-hmm. but that was the goal anyway, to get younger, but there's too much heat at the old place, so he's going to go somewhere new. But now, like, hey, mission accomplished. So he's just going to be there being, you know, a younger looking studly plastic surgeon, plow a bunch of other fucking doctors, and, and I don't even think it's that sexual. I think it's much more just like a weird kind of fucking psychopathy kind of thing. I, I think so and too. Then, and then seven, eight, nine years down the road when he sees those crow's feet coming back and the gray hair and fucking, then he's, then he goes, okay, it's time to time for another round. But maybe, so here's my question because, because the, the, the plot hole becomes how does he, you know, how much time, I guess, how far in advance is the schedule for this particular thing? And then how does he know what doctor possessed? And my, my guess would be maybe he, maybe this this prescription drug or whatever he's handing out or something like I, I i guess if it was me i would say i want these people i want to erode their will slowly over time so then when called upon it's a very it's 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 pretty much routine for for magic for me at that point right sure hey you know it's a great point the chat just brought up what's that 
all the doctors kill a patient that's not even theirs. So it's, I think it's just like, as long as he has a, like a doctor under his influence, then once the right patient shows up, he just fucking triggers it. However, because think about it, that first one, when, when he's doing the fat sucking, Dude, he looks like fucking Tommy right out of Goodfellas stabbing Billy Bats in the fucking trunk. In the trunk. (laughs) Just over and over and over again. You motherfucker, you. Fucking stabbing him. Jesus. He's still alive. (laughs) Yeah, so that makes it a little bit. So anyway, the plot does check out. I don't think... Voss succinctly said... Sorry, Voss succinctly said what I said in the chat, which is what I'm trying to say. Does the drug make them more susceptible to his possession? Like... That's that's kind of what I was getting to. Maybe that's yeah. why he distributes that sort of that's his that's sort of his preliminary. You know, that's sure. He's softening up the defenses before he drops his fucking, you know, his Higgins crafts yeah. on the shore. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I guess it's I mean, it's not to say that it is the plot doesn't make sense that you can't it's not um it's not uh Tesos dos bichos, for example, where you look back and you're like what's up with these fucking house cats and like possession and Jaguar spears. And like after the fact, it doesn't make sense. I think you can put the pieces together. I do think it's a little convoluted as you're watching. It is. But part of that is necessary to maintain mystery because if you're in an episode where you don't want the audience, because sometimes it doesn't matter, right? Sometimes X-Files shows you who the bad guy is right off the goddamn bat. And it's not about that. And there's great episodes like that. Sometimes the mystery does play an element. And I think that's a big part of this episode. Yep. Is is, you know, a little bit of a little bit of uh uh red herrings. You know, there there's several red herrings, I think, in this episode, and several they make good use of past episodes. Like the the whole boardroom tying people like if you if D Handy Verlitz had never existed, I think X you know, it might not be as big of a red herring. It might seem a little more innocuous, you're saying. Right. But immediately, I think it would still be put you on that path, but I think it really hooks you if you have that in your mind already. Yeah. So you watch an X-Files, you know, there's sort of the meta sense that you can't shake, which is I'm watching X-Files. There's a boardroom of powerful people meeting together. There's clearly a pentagram in the middle of that table. So holy shit, what's going on? Yeah. Right. Right. Yeah. You know, let's, um, plot aside. You know, sure. and let's just talk about some of the fucking the kills and the gore in this. Episode. The first thing is, you know, when you when we first meet, what we think is Nurse Ratchet in the beginning, right? <laughs> yes. We think we think yep. wait is Nurse Ratchet. I just wanted Mulder to just go when she starts talking, just go shh, and then he picks up a beer bottle. He just tells her to smile and he just cracks it open on those teeth. <laughs> <laughs> it looks like she's already taken a couple beer bottles to the teeth. Those. <laughs> Front ones are pretty whittled down. I like when she later does her incan teeth shin. Sorry. You can moita me now. I guess I need to go into the hospital because I have cancer now. <laughs> I hope you don't get fucking Dr. Mangala. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, so, no, the chopping of her hair. We're like, God oh, damn, this is crazy. But But I like this idea. Like, she's trying to protect... That's cool. This is a cool red herring with her. Yeah. I love that. I love the the pentagram. I mean, what is fucking absolutely bonkers is is Mulder's fucking leaps in this episode. <laughs> the casters I mean, on the floor. The fact that they're even there in the first place after the first sure. murder, like this is, 
I mean, a doctor, you know, killing someone in in surgery mm-hmm. and, you know, making a kind of uh, unbelievable claim in his defense, I can't imagine that that is all that fucking rare. I mean, if you look at the grand scheme of things, I think a number of people die every year and there's an, a lot of medical malpractice shit. That's why that insurance is crazy fucking expensive. Do you want to know that? There's the, nothing off the bat. Do, do you basically. know that the numbers are bananas? So just and now I'm, I'm not making a political statement or any claims here, but do you know how many people die from firearms in the U S every year? Uh, 10, 15,000, 40, 40 K oh, okay. malpractice, 200, oh, from, from all kinds, not just murders, not just murders, 250,000, thousand malpractice deaths a year. God damn. Scully said 80,000. Maybe they were had their, their shit together in the eighties. <laughs> I guarantee you a bunch of that's from fucking bad drug, uh, you know, given out. Oh God. Yeah. But no, no. Yeah. Uh, firearms isn't the leading cause of death in homicide. It, there's a lot. Don't get me wrong. But no, I think like, it's suicide it, and accident are more than homicide. I in, think in blunt force trauma, that's the fucking motherfucker right there, man. People just get mad and they bash people's heads in cause we're fucking apes. That's, that's awesome. what we do. You know, I can only imagine how many of those are domestic related. <laughs> Fucking what, you, you know, you get home, steak's a little cold, things get out of hand. I guess, bad day. I guess had a bad day, steak's a little cold. And <laughs> next thing you know, you're in the fucking bracelets. And that's there we it go. for you. That's it. <laughs> Unexpected pregnancy. All of a sudden she's in life. What are we talking about? <laughs> you bite, you bump your head and you get prescribed the wrong pills. Now you're a statistic. <laughs> you're looking at 18 That's years a- of child support. <laughs> it's <Whoops>. America. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck, dude. Boy. Fucking doctors are str- not that. No wonder. Now that's explained about Alec Baldwin being fucking the God complex and malice, man. I uh, am God. <laughs> so I want to get back to. Uh, you, know what, you don't think there's a good line to keep going down? Fucking <laughs> <laughs> steer that shit, brother. Go ahead. I want to get. First of all, I want to get back to talking about gore. But before we do. We haven't even talked about gore. Dude, I know. It's crazy. I got a couple questions because they're fresh in the mind for you. Question one. Hit me. Have you ever considered, and maybe not in a practical way, like the cost and all that kind of shit, but have you ever like thought like, oh, I wish I could surgically fix this physical thing? And if so, what? Negative. Not once. Never? Not once? Nope. Not once. Okay. And that's not even, that's, believe me, that's not like a, that's not like a I'm awesome thing. Believe me, my nose haunted me in middle school. (laughs) (laughs) I had a man-sized nose at 13 and I had a 13-year-old body. So proportions were way (laughs) off, let me tell you. (laughs) And I don't know if you heard me talking about this on one of the recent Kirking Off apps. Yeah, yes. But you should have been, you should have been cast as Kylo Ren. Cyrano de Bergerac. <laughs> yeah, sure, oh, yeah. because apparently people find him oddly hot. But, um, <laughs> yeah, you were talking about that. I was spaced... screaming about Roxanne. Yeah, hey, Roxanne. In my car, alone. <laughs> no, the movie, because I'm like, I was obsessed with Steve Martin when I was younger. Oh, fuck. That's awesome. So, yeah, that I didn't. I, I knew. S- dude, I totally Roxanne. forgot about that. Before I knew anything I, I, or about the song, about the actual Cyrano de Bergerac. Yeah. I just fucking, I watched this movie and I watched like every Steve Martin movie when I was like 12, 13 years old. Dead Men like, Don't Wear Plaid is oh, the greatest yes. fucking movie, dude. The Jerk? The maybe, Jerk. Okay. So maybe it goes, maybe it's, I don't know. They're, is they're it Three Amigos fucking, Jerk and Dead Men? Oh, 
Those are the best three, I think. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Plain Strains, though. The the first the know. first ever uh, stand up comedy of any kind I listened to was Steve Martin. No uh, shit. A record. Let's get small. That's sick, dude. That's the first time I experienced anything that was like stand up comedy, and it's so yeah. fucking zany and wacky. That's so funny. But yeah. So let me get back to what I was going to say a yeah. second ago. I, I think I may have lost. Maybe I lost my train of thought. What we're we talking about. Um, I was asking. Oh, oh Cyrano de Bergerac. To, we were reading in middle yeah. school. I got super anxious about it because I'm like, this guy's a big nose. Everyone's going to make fun of me. Call me Cyrano. That didn't happen. I don't know why. Um, I thought for sure it was going to happen. But anyway, um, no, because that's, um, uh, I have the worst white coat syndrome you can imagine. You're freaked by doctors? Freaked. Okay. I'm, ter- I'm terrible about that shit, dude. Just go, yeah. just going to get my fucking, just going to the dentist. I was like, oh. But if you if you like snap your fingers and change one physical aspect, maybe not now, like at this Ooh, point. All right. Um yeah, I would have like perfect olive complexion. So that's the one thing you would change I, in I your skin. I guess tone? if I could snap my fingers, I one would, thing. Yeah. Complexion. Why not? Okay. Less blemishes, you know, make the make the skin more have a more youthful glow about it, I guess is what I'm trying to say. Or like perfect porcelain complexion. I don't care. I'm not racist against whites, you know. <laughs> Doesn't matter. Just cool. like, just like you know, like that that sort of um, that Lestat slash Louis slash Armand sort of vampire complexion, which is completely flawless. Not I that like I, it. not that it's overly flawed. I'm just, but <laughs> I guess <laughs> you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. But what do you? Yeah. What do you? Make, you I'd you make have my something penis smaller because it's just it's too <laughs> too big. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> hey, no, he's never said ouch not once. No, I. When I was um, when I was younger, I definitely I did, I wasn't asking this to bait something out. Um, I was just gen, genuinely curious. Sure. You know, honestly, I was thinking about your schnoz only because when Mulder in the episode is doing the sh- he's doing the schnoz thing. I know, I know. Um, but what, the thing I was most self conscious about when I was when you're in that age of being self conscious, you like, you know, sixteen, seventeen. I think that's like prime 15, sure. 16, 17, whatever. Um, is being hairy. Really? Like I have a fucking hairy chest, hairy stomach, hairy legs, you know. Yeah, that was like the thing that I was most like. Mm. Now, I don't, like I don't, I don't give a shit at all. Now I I like it. Even yeah. even by the time I was probably in like my twenties, I'm like, hey, it's a man, baby. You want to get you want to get cuddled by a little bear? Yeah, yeah. Matthew's got a definitely got. A, I mean, uh, it's still he's... gross if you look at if you look at like a fucking no no sex fucking. No modern day sex symbol is hairy. They're all they look like fucking dolphins. What about Logan? True. Okay. Logan's hot. He's got hair. Let's go. Fucking wicked hot. Yeah. Uh, oh, you know what? Yeah. I'd probably I if I could now I'm rethinking it. I would probably um I would pro my my bottom teeth are a little askew. I'd probably fix them. Not terrible. Like don't get me wrong, but I would okay. probably just go blink and make them just kind of shift a little. All right. Yeah, that's probably something I could do. But I wouldn't mind having perfect complexion. Yeah, who you would? Know? Yeah, that's like the greatest sign of youth. It's like that young fucking flesh, nice flesh, supple yeah. flesh. Supple flesh. Supple flesh. <laughs> it sounds so gross to say supple flesh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, second question. If you could have and had to have any job in the medical field, what would you pick? If I could have any job and had to have a job in the medical field. Yes. Can I just say like head maintenance of a hospital? <laughs> no. <laughs> you fuck. That's Why? Med- that doesn't no. that doesn't work. 
Uh, no. I'd run not, a fucking not, I'd run a hospital's maintenance. Hell yeah. You're fucking <laughs> fucking plowing all the nurses. Let's go. <laughs> bullshit question. <laughs> bullshit answer, you mean? Yeah, bullshit answer. Uh, <laughs> oh gosh, you are really tapping into my primordials here. Yeah, um, if you could I I didn't know you were as freaked out about medical shit as you are. No, nah, it's not it's not my bag, dude. You know? Mm, okay. All right, let me think about it. I don't mind, like, it's, I don't even care about the gore. It's just the, I don't know. A distinct yeah. lack of control of oneself scares me. Sure. All right, let me think about this. Um, what are the, uh, you'd have to tell me what are some of the occupations. Can I look some up? You don't know? <laughs> not like plastics. Like, yeah, any kind of, like, what kind of doctor? Or, like, would you want to be, like, a, a fucking nurse? Or would you want to do, like, EMT kind of trauma shit? Or, you know? Right. I don't know. It doesn't matter. I mean, fuck the stupid question. Is, 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 is this bit bombing? Because I it's fucked bombing. up. <laughs> okay. not, even a, not even a bit. I just thought it'd be interesting. I no, like, I don't even mean comedic. Ooh, I just great mean question, it. Josh. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> go, I don't know. I'd, I'd run maintenance. Cool. Let's keep going on this one. <laughs> really? Let's pull the thread. <laughs> my fault. My fault. Well, I guess let's just talk about the fucking episode. Anesthesiologist, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, you're a sick fuck. You want to put people to sleep. Okay. <laughs> I want to have perfect complexion. Put people to sleep. Because I'm some kind of weird vampire. So you're Dr. Uh, Frank. More or less. <laughs> That's Holy who we're shit. To it is alive. Oh, boy. That's terrific. <laughs> that was awesome. Really, really hey, got. I'll call that a recovery. Okay, let's talk about the fucking gore. I probably right. want to be a pussy doctor. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I hadn't even thought about that. Hey, that, I have wondered that, right? Like, N- never. No, 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 no. Not wonder. Like, would I want to do that? I'm oh, positive okay. I wouldn't because. That yeah no absolutely not but like that's the hackneyed joke though right but push doctor put your fucking legs in the stirrups no but like you pick that right you definitely do like a guy that's or a weird person, a guy who's like I want to like come on dude do you incredibly weird per, and, and everyone's like no my doctor's great and I'm like no he's not he's a creep. how about a proctologist well whatever but it's just you're you're being a creep you know? I want to be a butthole doctor. I want to put your feet in the stirrups. I want to take a quarter million dollars of debt to study (laughs) bee holes. (laughs) Let me tell you, it's it's a strange. I don't know. Well, what are you gonna do? Yeah, or plus, like, and I mean, very early on, you realize that a lot of is Tony Danza the push doctor. He might be Jay. Yeah, yeah. Oh, oh. this may feel a little cold. Come to find out, most people aren't attractive. Come to find out, a lot of people that need a doctor to look at their vagina have some weird shit going on with their vagina. Don't worry wow. about taking off your panties. <laughs> Just push them to the side. <laughs> That's the Tony Danza style. Fuck. Holy shit, this looks like Mona's snitch. <laughs> <laughs> That's so fucked up. Dude, this is crazy to say. <laughs> I think I'd rather be a dick doctor than a puss doctor. Yeah. I could detach from, I think being a puss doctor might ruin puss for me. It, it, uh, it, there might be a flashback factor, right? <laughs> yes. you, you're making out with your girl, you know, you start going down on you and then just do like a horror flashback of that lady who came in. I think I could be a dick doctor and just like not really care. Yeah. You know what? You might be onto something here. 
<laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, boy, the X-Files podcast, huh? <laughs> All right, you look tip top. Get mm-hmm. out of here. Yeah. <laughs> Can we get back to the gore? Yes. What's your favorite kill? The acid on the face, brother. I mean, oh. the, the, the laser's close because it's Laser so clinically is. fucking dark. Just right through the fucking face. <laughs> coming on. It's it's the appearance on the other side is really the. It's it's oh a, my it's, god, that's good. It's close, but the fucking the look of the you can see the acid lady's teeth. Oof, I don't feel. I come. I can't feel your feet. Your feet. You're gonna feel your face in about two minutes. But even the fucking. I mean, the first one. It's really visceral. We're, you said he stopped stabbing him like fucking Tommy going after the guy in the in the trunk there. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, the, the first one is <laughs> probably the most, uh, I mean, definitely the most like physically violent, like really Dude, it's visceral it, assault. Can I say, you know, I'm not, <clears throat> I don't, because of horror movies and shit, gore doesn't really usually get to me. But but there was something about I was eating a fucking sandwich. <laughs> I was eating too. I was eating a sandwich and watching <laughs> awesome this, and watching this app. And I'm not gonna lie, when the fat was going in the vacuum tube, I kind of went. Oof. <laughs> I don't want that. It would have been honestly, it almost would have been less gross if it was just like the continuously blood. flowing. It was the fact that it really looked like little chunks and adipose tissue just refusing to leave the body. (laughs) Just sticking to the inside of that see-through tube. I I, I was like, I was chewing and I just went, this is gross. (laughs) I'm not going to lie. This is fucking vile. (laughs) (laughs) That's so gross. Yeah, that is gross. I mean, I love them all though. They all bring something unique to the chip. To the table chamber, <laughs> <laughs> that for sure, yeah. brother. Yeah, like the the visceralness of the the fucking fat sucking, just that that stabbing away savagery. Oh my god, that looked like real deal. This is you know I you know what I think is so unsettling about the stabbing is it just reminds you of what you would see on like a real surveillance stabbing. Yeah, like oh, it's man. nothing that, like the movies. Like the movies no. is like oh I slash I stab I run but. Like when you see that shit on a surveillance stem, it's like it's just savagery over and, over and just fucking brutal. messy and fucking oh. brutal. Yeah, the laser so that, from the I, face. I, that, I was like, "Whoa, that was shocking!" <laughs> but then when they're yep. like, and then I'm like, "Oh, dude, we have to show the fat flying through the tube because that's going to make me hurl." <laughs> <laughs> I love the face laser. The acid is probably maybe the best. Uh, it's the most most work. Most work and um, what's the term I'm looking for? Kind of like shock value, almost. Yeah, their faces are great because they we see it. We get an establish on their face faces, and then we right. pan over, and I'm like, oh because it's the one that you don't see it in action. You see the after effects. Like you mm-hmm. see the laser working. You see obviously fucking that dude working with the the liposuction thing, but you see that's him a just great pick point up, actually. Yeah, he picks up that vial of phenol or whatever. Yeah, yeah. You know, that's a great point you're making. We don't actually see the activity in question, which maybe knocks down a peg, maybe. But maybe elevates it because it's that's so, true. It's, in a way, it's more, but, but again, I'm saying like, it's cool. There's so much variety. Just a, yeah. And, and listen, man, when he 
cuts into his face and starts peeling it down. I went, motherfucker. Yeah. I, I, I thought to myself, is this forehead. on television in 95? Yeah. Fuck. Face off. Um, White Death in the chat says the stabbing is worse because it's also sucking at the same time. And that's not very common. That's a good point. Like there's, there's a lot of, as you mentioned with the fat, seeing the fat, like there's a lot going on there. There's a lot. Oh yeah. Voss mentions that. What about the lady coming out of the bathtub full of blood? Oh, so can I say something about that scene? Why was that happening? Yeah. First of all, you are really, you got to time that well, right? holding your breath down there because what if he i could just see him kind of taking he like maybe he comes in he starts making himself a cup of tea she's oh fuck where is he she has to go back down again after taking a deep breath it'd just be like the silly shenanigans of that possibility comes right in starts heating up some leftovers famished (laughs) he's he's like a fucking march madness no shit fucking Baylor's looking good She's up there. She's up there like uh fucking what's his name in Apocalypse Now. <laughs> Just She's a witch. She can breathe underwater, I guess. Sure. Yeah. Sure, Apocalypse that's a power. Now. That's a good one. Um, dude, what did I want to tell you? So here was a moment in this episode where I went, uh, damn, this dude's fucking pretty rad. She pops out of the bloody water, as you as you so eloquently put, a la Apocalypse Now. And she comes at him with a blade and he just catches her hand and wrestles that bitch down. Well, and I went, whoa. You appreciate the martial proficiency? Of a, of a surgeon. He's got strong hands. Right. Well, those hands bring home the bacon. They bring home the bacon. Those are God's hands, Josh. God's hands. So. <laughs> yeah. And oh, then, I forgot um, about the pins. Vomiting up pins. That's, that's pretty fucking gnarly. so cool. The um, I hope he sterilizes his instruments when he kills that oh, lady. Oh man, that's a rough line, and probably my least favorite. Um, not really a fact because it's not an you effect, don't like but the, you don't like the fucking card trick when he mind fucking te- when he telekinesis. <laughs> when, te- yeah, teleports. Not even telekinesis. Teleport. Because that's the thing; they don't even fucking. They literally just disappear and reappear inside her. That's, that's something. That's wild. That's wild, bro. So you know, hey, if you can do that, you can probably you can probably do some other shit except for being a plastic surgeon. Save yourself the trouble, brother. <laughs> I mean, teleport some diamonds out of a case into your hand. Uh, I don't know anything. Oh man, yeah, yeah. But maybe it's at the same thrill. Same thrill. He's got that ego thrill, making so, make, making the ugly people pretty. That's true. Yeah. Yeah, I guess that is what what's kind of cool about it and maybe why the the teleportation of the objects annoys me cuz it's almost like too godlike. Okay. Cuz what's what's cool about this monster in question, right, Dr. Franklin here, he's is great. that he He's fucking great by the way. This guy from Twin Peaks. Great actor. Hey, confession, never seen Twin Peaks. Yeah, it's it's pretty rad, dude. It's Terrible. fucking Terrible wild. Person. Yeah. Um, where was I? Oh, yeah. So what's, what's cool, I think, one thing about this is that, you know, come to find out you have this pretty powerful warlock who is doing some crazy shit and mm-hmm. performing these rituals and really, you know, just has everyone fooled, gets away in the end, mm-hmm. escapes the fucking, our agents, yep, leaves a trail of bodies and crazy fucking gore and some absolute wild shit. 
and yet has some of the most base human motivations imaginable. Right. Vanity. Yeah, man. That's fucking pretty cool when you think it's about it. Pretty awesome. It's super realistic. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. And uh and he kind of he kind of steals the show, you know, somebody said and we'll get to these comments, but somebody was saying, you know, is it is good without this guy? Is it, you know, is is it is is he part of the mechanism which is making people maybe consider this more positively than they should? Maybe. I don't know. That's that's really hard to separate from. Wait, uh think of what more positively? This episode because of this guy's oh. performance. <clears throat> gotcha. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay. It's 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 a it's a great well, thought. I'm, I just think it's an impossible question. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. always part of it. Yeah, but yeah, man, this is. Um, I enjoyed it. I don't know. I it's a like. It's far, by far not a love. But I. It's well after talking about it, it's a it's a a solid like for me. Yeah, now. yeah, yeah. Not that I ever disliked it, but I'm definitely more. I'm gelled on the fact that yeah, I like this. There's a lot to like mm-hmm. here. Yeah, it's it 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 might be a little too. You know, a couple young writers, maybe it's a little too writer cute with like the, mm. but, but, but flashes of brilliance, right? This idea, like some of these red herrings, kind of the, kind of the, we're going to lure the audience into yep. thinking this, we're going to flip the script on them. <clears throat> and then strangely enough, I got past the hospital aesthetic because, you know, I just, I, those, I just like hospital drama shit doesn't interest me at all. But I, I don't know, there was something there was something that worked about this a lot. And I think part of it was taking that kind of weirdly attractive older lady, not even older. She's old dish, old Dr. Shannon. Yeah. She's, she's nineties older. She, she's definitely, I mean, I'm, I'm not saying no to be clear. <laughs> Let's be real. I'm saying, um, I like the way they threw her in all black at one point. So she kind of is this weird floating visage when she's moving around the hospital. At some point you're like, man, this is, yeah, she almost seemed out of place and in place at the same time. Like she seemed mm. powerful and in charge, but she's dressed in all black. She's not, and I know we see her in scrubs at one point, but it made me say, whoa, something weird going on here with her. She had this powerful, she, she was, she's presented as powerful to where she's a suspect. Does that mean, that's what I'm trying to say? Yeah, absolutely. And she doesn't mean- blend in. She kind of stands out. And then we realize yeah. she's also going to be a setup. She's a patsy. Yeah. That's one of my favorite things is there, the talk in the boardroom and the talk just, uh, you know, there's, there's one part where she's getting ready to scrub in. And so is the young, I think it's one, the, the younger doctor who ends up, is he the laser beam guy or the acid guy? The fucking the doctor guy. ends up killing with the acid. And they're like, oh, the FBI's coming back. Oh, I thought this was over. You know, yeah, yeah, and, yeah, and yeah. you're you're thinking because they're the <clears throat> conspiratorial Satan, fucking whatever. It's just no, they're they're fucking kind of greedy, kind of power hungry, fucking plastic surgeons who are just want to keep you know churning through patients like a fucking factory line right. and cranking out money and get the fucking FBI out of here because we don't care about these fucking dead people. That's in the past. We need to move forward and totally. fucking boom, 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 boom. ASU makes this fucking hospital money. Let's do it. Mm-hmm. Let's crank. What's ASU stand for? I missed that. Mm, I did too. Something surgery unit. Okay. Alternative uh, as, surgery a, unit. Aesthetic. <laughs> aesthetic. <laughs> Making it up. Uh, Glenny says, which is ironic to me because doctors are surgeon all white, but if she's a demon, she's an all black. Oh, there you go. So maybe they're using color. Maybe there's a lot of uh, metaphorical shit like that, that, that mm. they, that the writers were shooting for, you know? Yeah. I like it. Yeah, man. I like it too. Fuck yeah. I fucking like it for sure. 
I guess for sure. Um, should we do a little um, yes. listener comment? I think we should. Okay. There's quite a few in here. I already invoked her already, so I'm just going to ride it out with her. Carmelita says, <clears throat> I really like this episode a whole lot. A battle between dark and protective magic going down in a setting that we usually think of as operating strictly in the realm of science. It's a great premise. Lots of awesome horror moments in there, like the gnarly lipo procedure and the laser peel gone wrong. Mulder drawing a pentagram in blood. Love it. The nurse performing a ritual at her home altar. Awesome visuals. Not a perfect episode, but it's a fun, gruesome watch. Yes, Carmelita, I'm with you. Dope. Um, okay. Uh, we're, I'm going to go with, um, you know what? I'm going to go with, um, white death of the video doom podcast. Hell yeah. Mm, Can I say something about that real quick? Please. I listened to both of those episodes that she's produced more than one time. No shit. Yeah, man. I put them on. I was doing some work and I was like, I'm going to put these on in the background while I do some work. And I'm not like blowing smoke up anybody's ass here. And, uh, and yeah, you know, it's, it's very early stages for their podcast and all that shit, blah, blah, blah. But <laughs> her fucking buddy, I don't know they, that guy's they name. They have a great dynamic. Their dynamic is really good. And I genuinely was laughing. Like I was like, yeah. I, I, cause you know what it felt like? It, it, I kind of felt like they were like in a living room, just sitting on couches and just kind of horse shitting around. <laughs> and I sort of felt like I was sitting there with them and it was kind of cool. Yeah. And I was like, this is like... It, just the, the in in I love the fucking it's like it, I just love the Kevin Smith kind of humor yeah, aspect the like super, you know like, super dry and like it, it, making exactly. jokes but but tr- like kind of and, putting them out like you're not making a joke just and, and maybe there's yeah, a maybe there's a, maybe there's a novelty there like with like obviously they are in Finland so there's this accent I'm like it just made it more funny to me I was like this is fucking cool like. He's like, what? Like, I, I, I can't imitate him yet, but I'll do that. I'll, I'll work on my imitation eventually. But it was cool to listen to them talk about Star Wars and just, it w- I, I like when two people can talk without an agenda and they don't ever really lose steam. Yeah. Um, and one of the episodes they do, they do like a game where they're saying, okay, let's pitch like movies back and forth. I, and I, that and, was fucking fun. And I thought yeah. that was pretty fun. Mm-hmm. And, I, and, and I liked it. And I will say this. I still think the regular conversation is better, but I also understand the need to do to throw like something like that in there to like mix it up and have fun because you could tell in the beginning it was like a little whatever, and then they just got comfortable and just got more and more funny. And I was like, "This is kind of fucking good. It's funny. I was entertained. I was like, I'm going to yeah. listen again because I was working and I missed shit. And uh, yeah. I think at one point I commented on their um, fucking SoundCloud because. I'm just like, that's a good quote. I actually wrote the quote down in the comment. And I was like, this fucking quote was perfect. <laughs> but uh, it's, you know, it's, it's, it's sexual, I guess you'd say in nature, funny humor. And, uh, soundcloud.com slash video doom. Yeah. Yeah. It was fun. It was fun. I would, I, I if there's yeah. a third up, I'm not sure, but I would, lo- I'm looking forward to it. It was, it was cool to listen to. White death just said, uh, our upcoming <clears throat> episode is about witchcraft. There you go. Oh, cool. Awesome. <clears throat> Boom. In, uh, in Maja, what's your friend's name? Cause I feel bad just saying your friend. Cause you, you know, what's funny <clears throat> by the way, um, there was another podcast we shouted out and I tried to listen to it. Kirking off. Couldn't get through it. Couldn't get through it. It's yeah. No- it's no good, right? <laughs> not, uh, not really much of a dynamic, not very funny. <laughs> a host are just It seems know. to lack polish, I would say. Yeah. Um that's mm-hmm. awesome. That's awesome. But um you guys should definitely listen to the 
listen to cracking off. And if you are like, oh, I want to watch Star Trek, just watch the episodes we're covering. Don't overwhelm yourself. There's too uh, much. I, I would say if if you're holding back because of that, w- listen to a couple of them and don't fucking worry about the episodes don't worry because they're 100% you don't need to. You don't even have... I've listened to I, episodes about Enterprise. I've never seen the fucking show once. Right, right. You need so, to know... You, you gotta have, have a little vague bit. awareness of Star Trek. You get a little bit. I think you'll. It's funny because I really wanted to sell it on that premise, and I think I still can. I do think you'll get a little bit more if you watch the app, but I don't think it's absolutely necessary. And I'm glad to hear you say that because I know you have watched quite a bit of Star Trek. Not mm-hmm. a not a not a shitload, but enough to where. You kind of go, okay, I know what's going on in this enterprise premise. It's, it's refreshing to, to be able to, to know I can, I, I will enjoy episodes without sure. knowing the, anything about the episode. And yeah. do you want to hear something funny? I did this for the first time. I've never done this before on purpose. We, st- we did the, um, the Keeping Up with the Andorians episode. We did and then scrapped and did again. <laughs> no shit. Never you recorded done that. it twice? twice because we we did it and we were like that kind of didn't go well did it and we're like no and we couldn't figure out why and it was because we don't know enterprise and we started uh. to talk too much about that part of it and i was like what are we doing do what we always like we over we got you know nate's very much like a like a, a thinker right mm. and i was like we definitely yeah. got into our own heads on this we need to not do that and then we did it and it just was so much better dude yeah that's uh, dope man they came out great and wife death by the way answered you uh oh he said he prefers to remain anonymous, which is such a dick move. I know we're working on nicknames. What do you guys? Oh, that's the fine. Fucking, I don't care. The royal family. You want to yeah. like? Oh, we don't want to be part of. <laughs> we don't want all this press. And then you go on Oprah. Those <laughs> fucking people. Oh, oh, we don't. We can't. We can't deal with the limelight and the paparazzi. We're Here's just gonna have name. a simple life and if, start fucking start podcasting. Go on Oprah. <laughs> you fucking clowns. Here's what his name's gonna be. Tuka. What? Tuka, nice rask. Okay. His name's I know, Tuka. I know two Finnish people. One I know two Finnish people. One of them listens to our podcast. The other one plays fucking <laughs> goalie for the Bruins. I know, I know, uh, yeah, I know any any Finnish player that plays for the Boston Bruins, I know. And then I know Maja <laughs> sort of through the internet. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well. Uh, fuck. But no, definitely check out Video Doom, dude. It was fucking, did I say Doom? Yes. Okay. I thought I said Boom, like an idiot. But um, I guess I'll, I'll actually read her comment now. <laughs> so, <laughs> oh, my fault, my fault. Yeah. No, pardon, fault. pardon me while we pitch uh, our other horse shit. Good elude. Aside? Aside. Um, this episode accomplishes something rare. No love of gore makes me queasy or uncomfortable, but for some reason, the opening scene just gets to me. Realizing it's the wrong patient, the sucked out fat turning to blood, the f- rapidly more frantic stabbing. Ugh. I think the identity of the culprit is played well enough. Is it the nurse? Are they a covenant of doctors? The Hindi Verlitz style. Richard Bamer Bimer, nice. does the undeniably best acting of the episode as Dr. Franklin, aside from obviously Jillian Anderson and Dave Duchovny. For me, he's forever Benjamin Horn from Twin Peaks. I'll happily listen to Mulder explain about pentagrams and witches' Sabbaths, no matter how accurate he is. <laughs> also not sure if pulling a face off is a witchcraft practice, but whatever works. I think this episode faced a lot of criticism for the gore and the way it ends, but despite its flaws, I honestly love it. Oh, yeah. Love from my death. And Face Off came out in 97. I know she, she wasn't necessarily referencing the movie, but I was really thinking about that. But, you know, Sounds of the Lambs is 91, so that whole, like, let me throw a new face on thing was a thing in people's heads, like, what the fuck? Mm-hmm. Awesome. <clears throat> so we didn't talk about this at all, but you want, you want to try a quick uh, listener question? Sure. Yeah, I don't mind the blind side. I'll see if I can think on my feet a little. Um, I, I haven't prepared at all. I just scrolled through it. This seems one that we can kind of just kind of pull an answer out of your butt. 
Um, there's some that might require a little more thinking, but this is a good one from uh, Mr. Thomas McLaren. McLaren? Would the, sh- would the show be more intriguing if it didn't show the audience as much supernatural stuff? Basically allowing us more of a viewpoint for Scully's skepticism. So basically, if it was less overt in what, in what it showed us, if it was more... Um, left it a little bit more up to interpretation. Interesting. You want to answer first or you want me to? I think there are times, I I think the show oscillates between those two variables pretty frequently. There are times where I think it does leave room for us to consider the possibility, but I also think that, that he's on to something. I don't know if I agree, but I think he's on to something because the meta sense of X-Files is this is a show about supernatural things and Scully's going to, yeah, that is a good question. I, I, th- I'm going to run off where you started Go ahead. and say that I, I think it's episode to episode. I mm. think there's some episodes that would do better with a little more discretion and somewhere if you take that away, you know, you, you kind of lose some of what makes, you know, an episode special. Like if you never see the fluke man, the host is a fucking whole different episode. This is true. Um, Oh, you know what I'm trying to say? Maybe the oscillation between episodes is a thing, but the problem is, is that we can never erase the memory of when we oscillated to overt. So see see what I'm saying? Yeah. Okay. So, cause once Um, you go overt, you've sort of said, we've sort of accepted the paradigm of the supernatural. And now if you go subtle, we still know. Yeah. But remember when, Right. I mean, I think like a lot of things, the buildup is better than the fucking, the delivery, right? Mm-hmm. That's yeah. the, is, is there any more truism in life? Like the anticipation of something uh, yes, of is often better than the thing itself. A fucking man. But you can't do that for seven seasons, right? Like yeah. if you never oh, oh, yes, once yes, yes. had any, if you never saw an alien in the X-Files, like at some point you're like, come on. Fuck yourself. You're and absolutely he, right, Josh. You're absolutely yeah. right. Yep. That's what it is. You, you nailed the head. You nailed the fucking, you hit it on the head. And that's this. You can't run maybe, maybe not for the whole time. It's mm-hmm. just, it's just unsustainable. You could do, if you erase X-Files from history or, or not even actually, you, you could if, do the, You could do this tomorrow. You could get greenlit by Netflix, Amazon prime, whatever, do a one-off, um, no connection to X-Files, just, they could be investigators. It could be whatever, but like a 10 part series and whatever they're investigating. And by the end of it, it's unclear whether or not it's supernatural in origin. There's a lot of evidence one way or, or, or there's a lot of indications one way, a lot of indications the other. I'm probably describing fucking six different things that are, are have I, actually been I, I, You made. know what immediately jumps to, to mind when you're saying this is um, that Stephen King thing on HBO, The Outsider. Oh, I haven't watched. Oh, 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 wait, wait. Was that with Jason Bateman? Yes. Oh, that's my exactly God, what I you're, fucking loved it. That's what you're describing. Yes. That's that's White Wolf to me, right? You're describing every White Wolf game I run. Yes, absolutely. Right? Or yes. every like Monster of the Week game. Like They're more fun to me when you're taking characters that don't know they live in a supernatural world and, and then slowly teasing it. But once it's there- Then I it's ca- time to wrap it up. Yeah, kind of. Yeah. Yeah. And that's, yeah. yes. Yeah. But that, but the outsider is a perfect example. Like you're not going to run that. You, you can't run the premise of let's leave reasonable doubt. You can, you know, re, yes. re, rename X-Files to reasonable doubt. <laughs> <laughs> but then, but then you have a situation where you just can't, it's unsustainable 26 times seven. 
versus <laughs> in the outsider, you know, I don't even know what it, what is it? 10 eps? Yeah. 10, eight, eight to 10. Eight, Let's eight just say ten, eight to 10. Sure. You can pull that off. Like a true detective style thing. Yep. Yeah. 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 Um, but I mean, it's a good question. I think that, that Mr. McLaren brings up and there are, there are cases like, I, I think I've mentioned this one fuck probably three or four times in the pod, but, um, irresistible, an episode I absolutely fucking ah. love. The only thing I, um, I kind of have issues with is when they show you a silhouette shot of Donnie faster as a demon. And I, I usually kind of argue to myself that, Hey, this is, Scully's perspective, it's kind of in shadow. It's more of a POV. And the issue is you have to literally show your, your displaying of on a a screen. What's that? Are we not live again? Oh no, we are. Okay. Just making sure. I'm sorry, dude. Keep going. Oh, I fucked um, you up. You're, uh, you're making a show. You're displaying an image on screen. So it's very hard (laughs) to show someone's perspective and, and, and let it be, you know, somewhat like maybe Scully, you know, it was part her imagination, part the darkness, part the shadows. The problem is like you're watching it and you see a fucking demon silhouette, like very clearly. Fucking awesome. So very Bram Stoker's Dracula. Right. The shadow moving in behind Gary Oldman. Like it moves independent of him. It's fucking cool. Yeah. It's like a, just that touch of what the fuck? I don't like this. Right? Mm, I love it. <laughs> it's cool. That could that shit's cool. Dude, I need to see this Donnie Faster up again, man. Because yeah, like you know, I'm I'm starting to think like <laughs> is this like a top five episode of all time? Like mm. you guys have been really talking about it and I, I can just hear the excitement in your voice about it. And don't get me wrong. I think it's fucking great, but I'm like, I, maybe it's, maybe it's sublime. Like I, maybe you I really what? should sit down and watch it again. Hey, maybe, maybe what we do sometime when we, uh, we have a weird scheduling hole or we have some extra time. Maybe we just do a fucking watch along for fun. Do you want to, yeah, that's fine. We can do it in place of an app. They don't, they wouldn't mind waiting a week to, to hear that. Yeah. I'm into you know, a little fucking throwback. Yeah, we don't do throwback. Because when did we? When 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 is that? Well, well, the problem is we fucking did it. No, it I was know. it was a previously recorded, so we probably did it. Oh, by the way, I can't believe when you dropped field where I died. Did, did you? And you said in the lead up June two thousand seventeen. Isn't that bananas, dude? And I'm like, I'm still not good at podcasting. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> Want to hear what's really funny? What the fuck? What? Which which really funny is that's the time where I thought I was. <laughs> <laughs> And I was fucking five years in. I was like, I am not good at this, am I? <laughs> I listen to it. And I'm it's, like, it's like when you get your you get your purple belt. You're like, yeah, I'm fucking rad at jujitsu. And then you're like, no, you're not. Stop it right now. You're rad to the uninitiated. <laughs> I, I listen to the whole thing actually, expecting to be like really cringy. And then I'm like, no, I I still this is that, still what I sound, sound like. Quality fucking sucks. Yeah, I know, but, I know, I I know. It made me not to most people, but to me, I'm like, ugh, it's <laughs> fucking horrible. Mm. But no, um. <clears throat> so yeah, well, I can. You want to watch Johnny Faster next week? What do people think? Let the chat vote right now. Yeah, <clears throat> live votes only. Shit. Live votes only. And by the way, we didn't mention it up front. Fucking March Madness rolls on. If you're oh, not right. voting, I actually not vote, voting. I, I finally voted. I saw something I knew. Get fucking your fucking ass in there. Fearful symmetry. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, oh. Uh, that's, a, that's a strong contender, my friend. But yeah, we are, uh, by the time this drops, we will probably be almost closing out round three. So we'll Damn, be down crazy. to, um, what is it? 32, 32, 8. The, uh, the ugly eight. We'll be down to the ugly eight. Ooh. 
Because these are the worst. They call it in March Madness. Oh, I like what you're I'm, calling it. I'm making it up. I like it because they're they're bad. They're bad, Dean. They're stinky. The they're stinky, stinky sixteen. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy, I like alliterations. Keep them going. <laughs> <laughs> Don't make me start dropping puns on you. Yeah. All right. Voss, Voss is nice. You're too hard on yourself, Josh. You're a lot <laughs> better than some other podcast hosts I've heard. Hey, there's too many podcasts, so. I mean, I, well, here's what I think Josh probably ultimately knows. I think he ultimately knows that that is probably true, but it's still not going to erase the endless need to smash himself because I understand that instinct because <laughs> I have it too. <laughs> like, like we said in the pre-show, self-absorbed, but doesn't yes. mean doesn't mean you think highly of yourself, right? And you know, it's funny because people are like, "Are you fishing with compliments?" Because then when I see him, I just get I just get real uncomfortable anyway. <laughs> so, like, I don't know. I'm fucked up. What do you want me to tell you? We're compli- what a complicated creature is man, you know? <laughs> you know what, what, what? I, I, I just want to say? It's the frailty of our flesh, Josh. <laughs> simple, <laughs> frail creatures. My flesh sure is weak. Um, Can I pitch something real quick? Yeah. We're right coming right back into this fucking live show tonight. It's 827. We're going live at like 9, 915. What are you doing live? <laughs> this is Matt's idea. He wanted to watch The Room with Tommy oh. Wiseau, I've never seen it. Everyone's like, "You, how has Dean not seen this?" No oh, shit. I don't, I don't know anything about it. Bonus or Lost Drive? It's gonna be, it's gonna be a bonus ep. Mm. Uh, so if you're not a member, you can hear it live for free tonight in the next uh, forty-five minutes or so. Fuck, We're gonna, never seen it. Which means I need to upgrade my plan again, so I don't have it shut up oh, on yeah. me like an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> Whoops. Well, let's let's um. <laughs> let's just commit to this. We will do a live watch along. Yeah, we're getting all yeses. We'll figure so let's out. Do that. We'll figure out when. We'll, we'll figure out, out if we're going to do it next or or not. If we're going to, because the next in line, dude, very exciting. Uh, this is a a big um a big favorite of I think um X Files listeners, you know, or I'm sorry, X Files fans, like a true okay. like a fan episode. Yep, I know yep. BP loves this one, Musings of a Cigarette Smoking Man. Okay, get a little backstory on CSM here. Mm, so, do we want to do that next, or faster live, uh, faster watch next? You pick, man. Me? Let me. Let me. Yeah. Let me. Sit I'm, gonna, I'm gonna. I'm gonna. <laughs> I'm gonna do my little. I'm gonna stand in the middle of the wrestling ring. I'm gonna twirl my hand and then put up to my ear and listen like Hogan. I'm a real yeah, yeah, baby. American. Mm-hmm. Fight for mm-hmm. the rights mm-hmm. of mm-hmm. every man. Mm-hmm. Um. um it people looks like chat. people are, are saying to do that. So let's yeah. do it. Um, yeah. So we'll do faster next, next, uh, in the, on the next, uh, next time. Look we at meet. that. Yeah. The great thing about that. No homework. That's true. Show no up homework. and watch it. <laughs> Show up and watch. Uh, I am going to be recording the room watching cause it will be in the bonus feed. But if you are not a member, you can now listen to it for free. Uh, only live. So cool. It'll be fun. You've yeah. seen it with riff tracks. Well, then, <laughs> Skip bars, then they'll be. Fine. <laughs> uh, but hey, let's say this: let's not watch Irresistible before the live watch. Let's, Fair. Let's, let's let's go. Let's go fresh. I mean, obviously, well, we've I seen haven't it before, even seen. But... A, I haven't even seen a preview for the room, so I like this mentality. Mm. I I mean, I don't know anything about this movie at all. I just Dude. said, can you tell me what is it? Is it an action <laughs> film? Like I don't know. Like is it a documentary? I know nothing. Way back in the day, actually, I think the very first episode of anything under the banner of LSG media that you were not on was Matt and I secretly did a watch along of Highlander two. And I went into that same way. Never seen it. Didn't know anything about it. I, except I, dude, that it I was can't bad. believe you've never seen that. It was bad. <laughs> it was obviously the sequel to Highlander. 
It's so oh. bad, isn't it? Oh my god, it's so fucking <laughs> poor Michael Ironside. It's it it is crazy that it's crazy like the bad. same creators. That's what's crazy. Highlander three literally disregards its existence <laughs> in the storyline. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. They don't even reference it. But right. boy. Hey, We're this was here. a pretty long episode for one that we barely talked about the episode, but hey. Hey, it's podcasting 101, guys. You'll get there. Keep practicing. Josh, in the spirit of the X-File, did you hang up on me? No. <laughs> okay. Yeah, what? Damn, dude. Fucking <laughs> sound quality master over there. You just went silent. <laughs> got that fucking, you got that, you got that uh, noise floor real tight. <laughs> All right. Um, there's another podcasting joke. Okay. Uh, in the spirit, Josh, of the X-Files podcast, can I ask you a question? Yeah, please. you know I'm going to say this every time. Do you sometimes think ahead of time, and is it sometimes I, on the fly? No, it's always panicky right now. Where I'm like, fuck, fuck, fuck. Really? Yeah. And every Ooh. time after, right now, right after we hang up, because I have no idea what I'm going to say, <laughs> I'm like, you fucking idiot! Just think about something like during the episode or before. Like, think about something funny. And I'm like, no, I'll figure it out. Like during the episode, never do. It's always I'm always panicked. All right. Do you need a minute? No, <laughs> don't build up the pressure. All right, in the spirit Fuck. of the X-Files podcast, Josh, tell these good people goodbye. <laughs>